Hello, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I am your host, Sarah Arnold, and first I want to apologize for being away for so very long. I've had a few uh, interesting things come up over the last few weeks, and they've kind of kept me uh, busy, I guess you could say. Uh, one of them, kind of interesting. So I lost my voice for a little under a week. So even if I wanted to say something, clearly it would be very difficult to listen to if I'm talking like this the whole time. So um, I didn't really do any recording or any thinking really to that effect during that time frame. But um, at the same time, uh, another fun recent life event is that I've recently gotten involved with somebody, um, met somebody new, and uh, so far I would say that's turning out very well. Uh, it is definitely different than any of my previous uh, romantic endeavors, for lack of a better term. And it's funny, because that in another occurrence kind of brought me to what I want to talk about today, right? And I guess if I had to put it under the umbrella, I would say, like, love is a construct and what we accept from it. And when I say love, I'm not just talking about of the romantic variety, because obviously love shows up in a multitude of ways in your life. You know what I mean? Be that with your friends, your family, your coworkers, you know, depending on you know, how it is that you engage with these individuals and they engage with you, right? And so something interesting happened recently that kind of sparked a light bulb into this, okay? And I'll, I'll tell you the story and then I'll get into, like, a, the well, the story is the example, really. And um, so I ended up going somewhere, family thing, okay? And at this family function... Um, my mother started like picking like hairs off of me um, and I had told her to stop which sh she did but it you know it, it took a few times of me telling her to stop for the message to be received right <clears throat> and so whatever this kind of just happened and it subsided and then, you know, we just carried on and we ended up talking about it later on in the day um, because someone else in my family, I guess, overheard me and we use the term loosely. It's really funny because I didn't have, this is when I had lost my voice is when all this shit happened, right? So they, over, they overheard me, quote unquote, yelling at somebody, which sounded more like, stop, stop. And so a dialogue started asking what happened because um, the assumption was made that one of my nephews who was sitting next to me when this happened was doing something and that's who I was talking to. Okay. When in all actuality, it wasn't. He was being pretty quiet and well behaved, like drawing, I guess, or whatever. I don't fucking know. And so, you know, we had a dialogue about this after the fact where, you know, like I was asked, like, what the fuck happened? And I was just like, eh. like, I couldn't 
even remember in those moments, like, when I was asked about it, like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't remember yelling at anybody. I can barely yell right now, right? And then, like, my mom pipes up and said it was probably me. And and so I was like, oh, yeah. And, like, we ended up getting into, like, this conversation about it. And she, you know, had made the commentary about picking the hairs off my sweater. And I was like, yeah, but, I mean, like, that's something, like, who gives a shit? You know, like, it doesn't matter. And then at the same time, like, and I, like, I could hear her feeling kind of deflated after I made the reference that I made. But, um, I, like, what I had expressed was that, you know, this is the kind of behavior, like, this, this is, this taught me, you know, and I don't remember the exact vernacular I used. It might, like, it might have been a little bit different than what I'm saying here, but the concept was still the same, that, you know, from coming up in this kind of environment that this is the message that I received as a child is this is what love is. You know what I mean? Like being picked at all the time is what love is. This is acceptable behavior, you know, for somebody to do when they love you is to pick at you. And I say this now, you know what I mean? Cause I'm going through a very analytical period, you know, and I have been for a little while. And I think now, like, the further it progresses, the more I'm getting into, like, all of the nitty-gritty details of, you know, the cause and effect and things like that, you know? And, like, like I said, she sounded very deflated to hear this, but, like, I don't, I don't know if she totally grasps that when I'm saying these things, it's not, you know what I mean? The, like, the intention isn't to hurt her feelings, but rather like to bring up the level of awareness because I think that's something that overall that is really lacking just in any kind of human interaction and it doesn't fucking matter who that human is just you know who they are to you it's just in general you know in our you know interpersonal lives and then like even with fucking strangers and shit there's a huge lack of awareness that there's a cause and effect for every one of these types of engagements, you know, be they on a small scale or on a large scale. And that the takeaway that I realized in that moment is like, yeah, holy shit, this is, this is where I learned this from. This is where I learned that this is acceptable behavior. You know, this is why I accepted this behavior from my spouse is because this was normal. And the other funny thing too, though, right. And like, I'm sure I've touched on this a little bit, but is, my dad is the same way like those like you know what I mean like that like like if there's a hair on my garment or whatever um like that whole like I'm picking at your appearance like there's nothing that's verbally stated you know in those circumstances it's it's literally just a physical act of you know what I mean of let me let me make you better than what you are. Like, you know what I mean? This is not acceptable. Like it's, you know what I mean? That's essentially what the message that's being sent is like on a subconscious level is like, whatever this is that you're presenting to me is not acceptable. Therefore I need to, I need to improve it. And it fascinates me to realize that both of my parents are like this, except I think the only difference in my relationships with my parents is that even though she'll get deflated, I feel as though I can at least have the dialogue about it 
with my mom with a lack of reactivity in the dialogue. Whereas with my dad, it's the opposite. Like, for whatever reason, like, I don't feel as though that level of communication exists. And so, therefore, my automatic response is to go into a reactive mode where I just, you know what I mean? Like, I bristle up and, like, I'm on edge and I just kind of, you know, like, lash out. And so to that effect, I, I find that, you know, the difference in those relationship dynamics also kind of interesting. So, yeah. And so that's, it, it's fascinating. It really is interesting to me to realize how much these small interactions and things like that can be impactful, like over the long run, you know, because I'm. I'm sure there are other people out there who have experienced, you know, either similar or different things that if they could step back and pick it apart, would realize, you know, that they, you know, that it's, a, there's a very similar cause and effect, you know, in terms of like development and things like that. And so that's kind of, that's kind of where my headspace is at right now. And it's, Again, it's really funny because of where I'm at right now being recently involved with somebody, like, learning. Like, I'm in, like, in having, you know what I mean, gone through a divorce and everything that I've dealt with over the last couple of years, like, I'm, lear I'm going through this learning process of what is and is not acceptable for me, you know? And it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, some, don't get me wrong, some of it has really sucked, but at the same time, like, all of these uh, experiences have really led to a lot of learning, you know what I mean? Like, in understanding my worth, and understanding what is okay and what isn't okay, and, you know, it's kind of cool to think that all of these things have gotten me to the point where I know what I will and won't tolerate and I'm I'm not upset about that you know like really understanding my value and it's a unique thing that I don't think a lot of people have really experienced you know and like obviously like shit's still fresh you know what I mean very much in the honeymoon phase you know, which it's a thing, but at the same time, so like, I'll go so far as to say like this guy, like he checks a lot of boxes, you know what I mean? On a lot of different levels. And I think that's the thing that's the biggest takeaway for me, because like I've been involved with people that have checked boxes, you know, maybe not all of them, but you know, they've checked boxes. Um, and what I'm learning is which ones are and aren't important to me, you know, like, which ones are deal breakers, you know, and, like, what I would say the biggest excitement with where I'm at right now is that we have an extremely open dialogue about a lot of different things, you know, and when I say a lot, I mean, like, a lot, you know, like, it varies from, like, life experiences to, you know, 
goals to like philosophy um general like psych like psychological workings and things to that effect um sex whatever like future um just our family backgrounds you know personal awareness like there's a there's a full fucking gamut of different calibers of conversation and it's really fucking weird like really really weird but it's very refreshing you know and it's it's fascinating to me how um how mutual things are developing i guess that's what i would say you know what i mean where um it seems like for the most part, there's a very mutual level of investment. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lot of back and forth in terms of who reaches out first, like, you know, who dominates conversations, um, the topics that we get into and, you know, making time to see each other, um, life goals, uh, and it's different. Like it's not bad. It's just, it's very different, you know, um, because Along with that, I feel like there's a certain level of security and safety. And because there's a lot of active listening when we're engaging in these fucking really intense conversation topics, you know, like really, really intense conversation topics, because most people like to keep shit fluffy, you know, at the beginning. And for whatever reason, like that just, that has not been how this has developed, like in any way, shape or form. Like now nah, we've, we've pretty much gotten down into some nitty gritty shit pretty early on. And, um, the fact that there is such an awareness about the importance of active listening and being open to whatever the other person is saying, um, it really leads to there being that sense of safety and that sense of security and this kind of like knowing that this is a space for authentic like true authenticity like in all forms and um vulnerability is okay you know and so yeah that's cool it's different it it's not something i've ever experienced with somebody you know what i mean where there's a conscious awareness about want about about you know what I mean being able to receive whatever the other person is saying and agree or disagree and being able to have a dialogue like a legitimate open dialogue you know where the person on the other end isn't like shutting down and you know that that's cool it, it's really fucking cool it's again weird <laughs> like but i'm not mad about it so that's kind of how that's developing and so for me like and i'm guessing i'm assuming for him as well like there's kind of this whole new concept of like being like this is like you know this is kind of, it kind of goes back into the what you accept as a form of love you know because like there's no 
real mistreatment. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all generally mutual and positive. And that's what I mean about, like, it being unique. You know, because it's not just in some ways, but it's almost like in all ways. You know, there's this, just, it's, yeah. I'm getting kind of tongue-tied trying to, like, elaborate. But I'm hoping <laughs> that I have described this in a way that gets the point across. I might just be fucking rambling. I don't know. But all in all, like, I'm very content. So, you know, and, like, I think that's important like being content is important being open to exploring is important you know being receptive is important and realistically speaking i think if i was a betting person just based on you know watching people interact with each other not even my own personal interactions which i mean they can be included as well but just like watching people interact with each other and you know their friendly and family dynamics and things to that effect is I, I can say with confidence that I feel as though there are plenty of people out there who are essentially only mimicking the unhealthy behaviors that they were taught within the confines of their family structure growing up. And it's sad, you know, because... It's, how do I describe this? I feel like that's where unhealthy relationship dynamics are built. You know? Is in having a lack of awareness of your actions, inactions, words, or whatever. How that impacts the person on the other end. You know? And the thing that I think is really cool about kind of the direction that I'm going in life is I feel like at least to some degree I'm surrounding myself with more people who are aware of these things to some degree or another and are open to a further deep dive into that awareness you know and wanting to be better in their relationships, be they personal, professional, whatever. And there's something to be said, in my opinion, about somebody who is not afraid to take ownership of their past mistakes and shortcomings and strive consciously to be better in what they're doing when it comes to the people that they surround themselves with. And to that effect, I feel like it's a very healthy space to be in, you know? And that's where I, that's another thing that I think is cool about where I'm at right now is I I feel as though I'm in the process of, you know, building a healthy relationship as a romantic endeavor 
which is completely fucking weird and different and new for me. <laughs> because I would go so far as to say in all previous endeavors where I've been in this kind of a place, you know, building new friendships, new relationships, new partnerships, whatever, I don't think I've ever built something with someone, you know, from the ground up from this kind of a headspace. Unfortunately, I think there are quite a few people out there that carry the burden of shame when it comes to their shortcomings or their past mistakes and things to that effect. And I feel like to some degree or another that some having that burden is something that can really make it difficult for some people to put in the work to really want to grow and then to be able to openly express all of those vulnerabilities, you know, to the level that is possible is very difficult, you know, and I mean, even for myself, it's not exactly easy, you know, to go into, but at the same time, I think that there's a certain necessity for, you know, authenticity, like real, like true authenticity and like honest vulnerability in genuine relationships, you know, and being aware of, you know, our own contributions to the ones that we've developed that were essentially failures for lack of a better term. And, you know, sometimes we're lucky and we can mend those things and sometimes we're not and it's just time to you know release it and move on and you know just learn from it and be better and that's okay because I feel like these are all different phases that hopefully everybody goes through to some degree or another like I don't know about the awareness aspect I I do feel like there's a certain fear attached to really owning your fuck-ups, you know? And, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm sure pride probably comes into play with that as well, at least to some degree or another. And, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of this weird fucking place that I'm at right now. Is building. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actually um, in the process of trying to establish and do and create all of the things that I've been talking about in terms of interpersonal dynamics and relationship dynamics, you know, in all of the other episodes that I've recorded leading up to this point. And so that's kind of kept me busy, you know, not gonna lie, it's kept me a little busy kept me away from recording for a little while um so I <laughs> this episode's long overdue like I don't even fucking remember when I dropped the last one but yeah like all in all it's a really fucking exciting place to be in it's very different but I'm not mad about it you know what I mean like 
I would say so far the future looks bright. You know, it looks like there's hope, and that's kind of a nice feeling. It's fucking weird. To, to, totally goes against my previous experiences, but like the upside of that is <clears throat> they've been things to learn from. You know, there's been a lot of fucking hard learned lessons there for sure, and I'm really hoping that whomever is listening to this, you know, can actually receive the value of that too from listening to these 25 minute ramblings where I go on about these things. Well, yeah, um, still kind of working my way. Like I'm sure I probably have a little bit of hoarseness to my voice. That was a whole different thing. Experiencing life without a voice for like a little under a week. That was brutal. But it's nice to be back. So that's pretty much all I've got for today. So thanks for tuning in. And as always, be well.